When I pulled up to the gated entry at Scarlet Briar, I thought for sure they wouldn't open the gate. I wouldn't open the gate. I reeked of trailer park, literally. The stench of burned coffee, cigarettes, and the diner smell in my hair from the night before. No, I most certainly wouldn't let me in. In fact, I'd call the cops, because there was no way that a girl like me would be driving a car like this if she hadn't stolen it. Instead, the security officer smiled at me, welcomed me, called me Miss Cherie, and directed me to one of the biggest homes in the development after handing me a pass card and a set of keys. The development itself was huge. It was like a small town, but with every luxury. Each home was a mini palace, with huge manicured lawns that gave way to forested area on one side and a lake with a marina on the other. There were stables where I saw girls riding horses, a country club, the small downtown area arranged artfully with little shops and restaurants. I finally turned into a long, winding drive that wrapped around the lake and Drew's house, my new house sat perched like a stone guardian on top of a hill overlooking it. Drew and Serenity were supposed to be right behind me, but I was sure they were having some alone time at the trailer. Although, with a house like this, only God knew why they'd bother with that hole. I decided to keep paying rent on it, just in case I needed a place to go. But maybe that's what Drew liked. Slumming. One of the seven garage doors opened, and I pulled the Lexus into the slot. A woman met me at the door, and my head was spinning. I couldn't believe all of this was real. The inside of the house was palatial, too. It was just too much. I tried to store everything up, but it was impossible. The woman led me to a suite of rooms on the third floor, a whole suite of rooms. A living room with a big screen television, a bedroom, a kitchenette. It was like my own apartment. I didn't know what to do with so much space. The bedroom was the best. A dozen red roses were splayed on the bed, chocolate-dipped strawberries and a black card. Not just a black card, but a black card a no-limit credit card with my name on it. I flopped on the bed, staring up at the ceiling. I had to be dreaming. Turning my head to the side, I saw a walk-in closet, and it was full of clothes. This was all for me. I'd never seen so many things in one place, let alone been able to call them my own. I knew for sure that this was too good to last. Any minute, someone would come in and take it all away from me. They'd jerk it out from under me like a dirty rug and say, Just kidding. Welcome back to your real life. Time to swab out the grease pit on the grill with your toothbrush. For one horrible minute, I decided that whatever Drew wanted from me, he could have it. If he showed up in my room getting handsy, I'd let him. Because for the first time, it occurred to me that I could have a future beyond slinging chow at the diner. Beyond parsing classes at the community college until I could cobble together an associate's degree that wasn't worth the paper it was printed on.
I could have this life and build something like this for myself. And I wasn't going to fuck it up. Then I realized I sounded like my mother, always waiting for a man and his money to come fix things for me and shaking my ass in payment. But there was a part of me that didn't care. Serenity made her own choices, and it was up to me to make mine. My path was nothing like hers. There was no way I'd end up pregnant at fifteen. I'd already dodged that bullet. Hell, <laughs> I didn't lose my virginity until my seventeenth birthday. Not that it was anything special. Probably because I was still too worried about ending up with her life. Then again, the front seat of a 95 Honda wasn't all that romantic to start with.